language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing. Psycho Music Lyricology Podcast, where music touches the mind and heals the soul. I'm one of your co-hosts, Sheldon Moss, along with the dude that is always secure about his opinion, Michael Nelson. Happy birthday, Prince. And the professor, Maurice Moss. What up? What's up, man? You know, you hear, did you hear him? He said, what up? I'm trying to... Yeah, he... he <laughs> take it to the next level. Take it to the next level. <laughs> the return of the Mac. Yeah, man. What's up, Mike? You know, you, you look uh, man, like you're a little stressed today or something. I'm struggling, man. man. Just, you know, I'm struggling. But I'm glad to be here because this is my this is my uh, happy place. Okay, well, man, you know. Hey, so I don't have to be struggling here. Right on. Well, you know, I just uh, wanted to note that you see that I added some artwork for your eyes to your left. Oh, there for you. I didn't even look at this. Yeah. It's Ray Charles. Yeah. That's Dizzy. No, no, uh... Nina, uh-huh. is that Duke? At the top right. That, yeah, that's Duke, right? Nah, nah. Right here, that's not Duke Ellington? Uh-uh. Who is that? That's Miles Davis. No, it's not. Next to... uh. Next to Dizzy? Yes. That's not Miles. Stand up. Okay, I'll stand up. Who is this right here? Thelonious? No, because uh, he's right. Thelon- that's Thelonious. Okay, but... Must be an early picture because he's blind. He can't write. Yeah, it's the loneliest mark, man. Okay, and I see Ray. Who is at the top right there? Sammy Davis Jr. Ah, okay, I see it now. Yeah. All right, this is and Aretha. Yeah, that's little Aretha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> young little Aretha. Like like little Luther. That's little Aretha. All right, uh-huh. that's dope. I like this man. Uh huh. That's dope, man. I like yeah. these. But yeah, man, I'm gonna I'm expand it, you know, add some more contemporaries. I'm gonna try to keep it in black and white. I see. But you. we'll see. All right. So the wife letting you do all that? Yeah, man. Actually, she helped me uh, put them up there. Word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Say, man, this is my room. Okay. Until I have to take all this out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then she don't care. Right on. All right, man. Studio A is looking good, baby. Yeah, man. It's looking so, good. But uh, hey, y'all, we got a. Another uh, a guest hanging with us this, again this week. We have another guest this week. We got Lil Cuz. Yeah, man. Lil Cuz. That's the nickname, right? Yeah, Lil Cuz. <laughs> she, she don't know I'm blood kinda. <laughs> <laughs> she don't know she got new cuz. <laughs> she just learning that yeah. I'm blood kinda. But uh, I look cuz uh, she's hanging out with us today. You know, she's educated in human services with a concentration on child adolescence development. She is, a certi- she is certified in trauma-informed care yoga and holistic re- remedies. We would like to welcome the Psycho Music Lyricology, the black hippie and yogi. Black hippie. I our like cousin yeah. and friend, Miss Keisha Moss. All right. Hi. Welcome. What's happening, guys? Welcome. welcome, welcome. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I got that black hippie off your... Instagram. <laughs> Sound familiar. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good stuff. Yeah, it fits she, into what we're going to talk in. about yeah, today. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Yeah, you know, I, I was so surprised that you were actually into yoga and all this Why? here. I was like, wow, Keisha? 
Yeah, but you know, I, I should have known because you know, y'all, you know, the mother, the mother monsters, your your siblings. Very free spirited. Very, 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 <laughs> very. Because uh, who is it? Uh, uh, your sister. She's a she sings. Yeah. And then you got the rapper. Mm-hmm. And then you got the what does Darius do? He's the he raps and writes or something. Yeah. He He's a writer too. Creatives yeah. all over the place. Right. Creatives. And got uncles that are DJs. <laughs> right a little less creative but okay let's let's keep it moving someone had to be the calm in the storm oh, yeah. that's me yeah you know <laughs> but what's with up maurice i know you've been on some new music lately you was, t- you was uh kind of telling us a little yeah, something yeah 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 i was trying to uh uh catch up on um uh, what's out there and i haven't caught up i mean, there's a list that i still have to go through still listening to uh igor uh from uh other cousins recommendation that was a good that was an excellent recommendation because i'm still listening to that um mike i don't know if you're going to talk about uh lucky day but since uh since ndombi brought that one up mm-hmm. i haven't stopped listening to that it's one. nice man it's that's dope. a great album we listened to it that uh we listened to it to that that day mm-hmm. that's a mm-hmm. great album it really is i'd like to hear some different different uh people listen to uh, per, uh perspective on it because um i was recommending it last week and uh the person i recommended it to is probably mid-30s and i was like oh okay it's nice and i was like really i'm like you should give me more energy for that one but uh look i'm over here in mid-30s and i'm like what okay 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 so it's a taste thing yeah it's a taste thing okay well that's that's my confirmation all right because that was uh it was a real that's a really good album i I like everything on that and the fact that i the what i really liked about that album is you can hear his influences and it and he does you can and, and even though you can hear his influences very clearly he does something with them that that just takes it to another level uh like that painted I know he's heard Prince, and I know which song he's heard by Prince, mm-hmm. and I know which pieces of that Prince song he's incorporating <laughs> into this, but it's all, he's making it his own. And then one of the songs I can't think of the name of, I think it's Karma. If you listen to Karma next to Genuine's Pony, it's the same, it's the same rhythm, it's the same cadence, it's the same everything, but he does a totally different thing with the song, so it's, it's uh, he's good, I really like him. Uh, so uh, I'll stop talking about him. Let somebody else talk about him. But the uh, the Hamiltons put out an album too. Where? And it's good. Well, I I could expect it. Yeah, it's really good, really good. Yeah. They have a um, one of the songs was remixed, and they have Fonte doing a rap on it. Ah, so okay. it's good. I'm so, all in. I'm yeah, all for in. those who don't know, Hamiltons are um, Anthony Hamilton's backup singers. Right. They do a lot of uh, their own stuff, so they put out some stuff. Um, you know, I was telling. Uh, uh, Keisha and Sheldon earlier about the Chris Brown um, uh, Drake song. It's called No Guidance. I was looking it up. That That's going to be the song of the summer. It's going to be uh-huh. the song. When you hear it, you'll be like, okay, okay. Yeah. It's got everything you like about Drake and everything you like about Chris Brown. So it's, it's, it's going to be... Which is, you know... <laughs> you hate it. It's summertime. Drake yeah. no, always I'm has not, a song. Drake always I'm has a summertime song. I'm not getting ready song. to hate. What I'm getting ready to say <laughs> is, is that... The, it it defies reasoning to even like Drake or Chris Brown. Like it's just like they don't they it's everything about them really kind of doesn't fit 
into the uh i don't know into the ethos of what we like about music <laughs> I, but, I disagree but, that, but keep on but they always have some jams they have both of them Drake yeah. and Chris they always have some jams but if you just you know if you looking at okay so if you walking through Sound Warehouse and you see a Chris Brown album are you going to look at it are you going to pick it up or are you going to say what's up with this uh, whereas I mean that's what and that's what I mean you would look at that and go, "Oh, this is a teeny bopper. I don't have time." Oh, I see what keep you mean. On I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. You, see and, and Drake that. too. You would do the same thing. You I go, see what ah. you're saying. The visual, you wouldn't necessarily go for that because it looks like they look like teeny boppers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they but okay. they always have. I, I'm, I'm saying they always have. They some have chance, bangers, both you know? of them. You know. And Chris Brown, he's getting to be. I mean, if you can release an uh, album with like forty something songs on it, and then turn around and release something else, <laughs> you know, you you constantly in the studio, you working. Yeah, you got you, you, you got to get credit on GP on that one. So, yeah, and you know, and that probably keep him out of trouble. He probably ought to keep on staying in. Yeah, yeah. The studio is what saves his life. Yeah. Chris Brown got in trouble one time. That's know. true, and he has he has yeah. yeah he has well. This. No, yeah, he, no, no. That's he, exactly what happened. I mean, and it's kind of uh, it kind of tells you how black artists are treated yeah. versus you know other people who probably have a string of whatever. And well, I mean, he, he he it was the the beating thing, and then he was accused of rape. Recently. But that wasn't. But it was. But I'm it wasn't, just saying. But everything saying was a, a everything, ripple effect of that. But none of the everything that was a ripple effect was I'm actually not, verified. I'm not, I'm not saying that he did anything. I'm just saying he always getting caught up in some mess. The studio. If he stays in the studio, he ain't getting caught up <laughs> in that mess. So Chris that's Brown, all I'm Chris saying. Brown, we, just, we you know, that's all I'm saying. PSA: Just you stay know. in the studio. Right. You won't have to. You, know, you won't have to deal no. with all that. Okay, but those are my recommendations. Yeah, right, cool. But yeah, man, I uh, I just had one for you all today. <clears throat> I was talking about it earlier. The uh, harmonica player uh, Frederick Yane, he's from France. Spell his last name. Y O N N E T. Okay. And uh, he's actually played with Prince and Stevie Wonder, Eric Badu, Kendrick, the Family Soul. He's done quite a few uh, uh, appearances with these people. But he's actually, uh, who actually turned me on to it was our cousin Sean again. He sent me a message and said, hey, check this guy out on, on Tiny Desk. Just so, ha- so happened he was on Tiny Desk last year and Dave Chappelle introduced him. Okay. And uh, he took uh, Dave Chappelle took him to one of the war shows, and that's when he finally he met Stevie Wonder. And he was in shock, so he just started playing a harmonica. And he said, "Next thing you know, him and Stevie hooked up. Rest is history, man." Mm-hmm. We get some um, good family recommendations because I don't know if you remember, but when Darius was on the show, or when <laughs> Darius was here, he yeah. recommended um, Cautious Clay, which I have been listening to mm-hmm. ever since. So that was an excellent recommendation. Uh, so we getting some good recommendations from uh, out of the family. That's good. Yeah, man. Well, what's up, Mark? Mark, Mike? Man, I got a list of stuff because you know we hadn't really <laughs> talked about anything for a while, but I hit some highlights. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Were you supposed to say, "Oh, pause. I'm ready now"? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, the boss. He says some highlights. I told you, man. I'm struggling. I'm struggling, man. Uh, this controversy about Lil Nas X. Are country you, song, yeah. Country Are you feeling song. this song? Can't nobody tell. Oh, me I know the nothing. song. I know the song. 
Okay. What's the controversy? Oh, the controversy that the music, the country music people don't want to play it. No. Yeah. So then Billy Ray Cyrus got on the remix, and now okay, now they have to kind of accept it. And then he got the contract with Wrangler Jeans, and and they're <laughs> mad about that too because Wrangler is not urban. Wrangler is rural. So basically, we don't want no black person representing first, first of all white jeans. First of all, <laughs> you can no. buy Wrangler at Walmart. <laughs> And so, and and it's a whole lot of black kids wear Wrangler. I've seen a bunch. Because it's cheap. I've seen a bunch of them. So, they got talked about, though. Yeah. They but, did get talked about. Yeah, when yeah. I was in school, they got talked about yeah. wearing some Wrangler jeans. But so. the point is. And them Braxtones. <laughs> the Braxtons. <laughs> we went way back on that. Yeah. Back to the Levines. But anyway, that was all I was going to talk about. A little Nas X with that. And um, I think uh, all of this hate is what made me like the song because mm-hmm. I think I would have just passed it by. Right. I don't think it's bad or anything. It's just it's it's funny. It just doesn't fit into. The, I like the fact that I see him like at schools with kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. the kids that is like are the like kid they, anthem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they yeah. dancing around to it yeah. and everything. So that's I like that, and, and I like that he's playing into that. So and that's the, cool. the Wrangler on my booty. Um, that favorite part. Yeah, and then. Um, <laughs> Um, I got a couple other things, but uh, I wanted to this. Uh, well, two things. Megan the Stallion. Have you? We we had a brief <laughs> discussion about, about Megan. Yeah. yeah. I, Megan can rap. Megan can rap. Megan can rap. Q Tip is a big fan. Q Tip is a big fan. He's making a lot of noise about Megan, and I just. <sighs> Megan is not going to be a one-hit wonder, I don't think. She, I think I Megan's going to be around. She's for a what three albums deep now, and Megan got uh, she got credibility from rappers early on. I mean, yeah. I think she got put on like a Wale album a while back. I mean, she so she's getting her cred out here. So here, here's the question. Here's 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 the contrarian. Would she still be considered a good rapper if all her raps weren't flip flop and flip? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I like her flow. I, I do like, too. I mean, just her, her overall, like, what do you call me? Put the words together. She has a a good way of doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I like her. She like her I was word telling her, I, good. yeah, her wordplay is good. And I was telling him she reminds me of like old school Trina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good she, she's way, way more risque than Trina and or Lil Kim. You think so? Oh yeah, I think she. I is. mean, have you heard Lil, have you heard Trina's yeah. one of her albums? Because yeah. Trina goes in. Now. But, <laughs> but have she you listened? But you haven't listened to the whole. I Megan. Listened okay. to the whole thing. You yeah. need to listen to the whole album. I just because to the whole freak. because I have put I I had it in my. Ear and I had it on the headphones and I was looking around trying to make sure my. You're mama, a young parent now. You you, you, you making like, sure making sure my just, mom. <laughs> no, I was trying to make sure my mom wouldn't hear me. You know, it's like the first time you heard erotic. But that's City. the same thing with Trina back right. in the day, and we were right. like, oh, I don't want my parents to hear right. this. So Trina says some things that I absolutely would not want to listen to in the presence know. of. Right. Yeah, Megan. Of, Megan is yeah. Megan a little rough for me. She's I don't stallion. know what that's about. Yeah, Megan Stallion. You know, and then not to. Not to mention she have naked every time she's performing, but that's, I'm just saying, would she be as popular hey, is if it wasn't all sex that. is always sold, so that's not anything. Well, more. I I feel bad about I feel bad that I do think she has an incredible flow. She can rap. She sounds good. She can rap, and I think that that and I and so 
I don't know that she, to me, I don't know that if she just came out as a rapper, like Rhapsody or whatever, mm-hmm. that she would get the same kind but of. But Rhapsody shot. got cred. She don't. She, but she's not Megan. Rhapsody is well Rhapsody respected. Is big Rhapsody deal. is getting endorsements. I agree. Rhapsody, Rhapsody is selling is, records, but Rhapsody is not Megan. She not. She not pulling the. She not pulling the heat like Megan is right now. Oh, you talking about just, just uh, downloads, just, and popularity, just pure, just yeah, pure yeah, numbers, yeah, yeah, yeah. pure records sold. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Anyway, and then know. you know what? I'm. <laughs> I, I move on and just say, little brother has announced that they are back That's together. Right. Mm-hmm. But only the two. Which is okay. Ninth is not coming back. He never rapped, so he just. But I'm talking about from a production standpoint. I need some beats. But but right. I need some beats. But because he read Rhapsody now. But hold on, Fonte has proven he can, that he, he can pick some beats. He can, he's a beat picker. He because he's a good beat so, picker. He is very you know, good beat picker. Ninth Wonder. Ninth Wonder is not. He might not be a member of the group, but there will be Ninth Wonder beats. I I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna uh And then uh, I think that Fonte I mean I think uh, it'll be a good album. But I've heard uh I was listening to a podcast where they called uh but Joe Budden called Ninth on the phone and they said, Are you going to contribute okay, anything to this that. album? Mm-hmm. And he said no. Oh. So he's not in, he's not on it. But, but he said but he supported it wholeheartedly. But Fonte Fonte they still gonna a, be rapping. It's a great big pick. <laughs> they still gonna be rapping. And Big Pooh is the. Jo- hey, did you see the? You know the Roots picnic was last week. Yep. Uh-huh. Did you see him singing on? He did the uh, Tony 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 song. They did a live mixtape kind of thing mm-hmm. where it was like uh, the Soul Aquarians versus Tony Tony Tony. Mm-hmm. And Fonte got it. out and sang. Uh, Fonte came out and sang. Uh, um, Whatever you want, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's yeah. that song? I can't think of the name of it. I think it's whatever you need. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That song. He came yeah. out and he did the. Uh, he did, he sang the song. It was all over Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. I'm about to look that up because it was it was pretty it. dope actually. You know, yeah, man, we have to go to the Roots picnic. He sounded year. just like me. We have got to go. Well, you know they do they a whole feature podcast. Yeah, they feature mm-hmm. podcasts, so mm-hmm. we gotta maybe we will. Get that opportunity, you know, yeah. and you know, Laie is following me, so we'll see how it works. Yeah, I, once you told us that, I hit, mm-hmm. I, I said, let me go over here and start following her. Mm-hmm. Laie, you hear us? <laughs> Checking us out, Laie. <laughs> what What else you got, man? While we trying to I'm clout done. chase up in here, <laughs> I'm done. I mean, I got a whole other list of things that you know. Cause we haven't talked really in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, what's up, Keisha? What you What you been What's been happening with you? You know, I know that you've been so busy. I am busy, but as far as music, kind of want don't want to mention it now. It's summertime. I feel like the music I listen to should have no common sense whatsoever. <laughs> so <laughs> I like that. I like I like that. So it should it should just be all yeah, about just whatever fun and whatever. Yeah. So Megan the Stallion. Yeah. I really, I'm really feeling her. Kendrick Lamar just came out with an EP. Oh, um, that I have yet to listen to. I think Didn't it just came that. out, yeah, yesterday. So, okay, um, that's what I'm gonna spend my weekend on. Um, but yeah, just fun music is what I'm about this summer. Drake. <laughs> Drake has to be. <laughs> I'm all in. I, you know, I'm yeah. good. I think you know. Sometimes you gotta listen to some ignorant shit. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. And oh, and again, happy birthday to Prince. 
as of this yes. recording, we're Amen. one day past it. Yeah. Hey man, you know I had to put my T-shirt on today. And, and we talked about the album briefly that came out. The originals. Mm. The originals. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I'll just say if you if you have uh, if you followed all of the Prince proteges in the eighties, this is just the demos the of demos. all of those. Mm-hmm. But what I did know there were demos for like uh, Todger Seville songs. Jill Jones songs, mm-hmm. Maserati, all the other ones. I knew he had done a demo for Glamorous Life. I knew he had done the demo for the Sinead O'Connor song. Mm-hmm. I, I knew there was a bunch of demos, but so I want to hear some new stuff from Prince. Yeah, he was doing I, I'm sure he did a bunch of reference tracks. But, it, what, what but, I, what but you I, know what? It speaks to another conversation that we had earlier about Prince as a producer. And he... If he hadn't been doing that Svengali stuff where he was trying to get people to do exactly what he was doing, maybe you would have found somebody, a protege that could would have had a career mm-hmm. that lasted beyond like two albums. Because mm-hmm. a lot of those people were just like imitating him. And all of those, even the Vanity Six songs, there were like two or three Vanity Six yep. songs on that album. Six. Or Vanity Six yeah. and Apollonia mm-hmm. Makeup. I mean, you could you and, and you could just tell that they just got behind the mic and just okay. I want you to sing it like this. <laughs> yeah, I want you to sing it like this. But, mm-hmm. but, so I mean, even, you know, even with the Mars Day but, song, but Jigglos get lonely but too. The truth, Absolutely. The truth of the matter is, in a lot of instances where producers are producing, they generate reference tracks like that all the time. I, there, I, are, I, there are, you know, like yeah. um, I remember a story. I listened to. I remember Saida Garrett. Talking about um, what is the song that she did? Don't look for? any further. No, she did a song. Was it "Man in the Mirror"? She did the reference track she to "Man that. in the Mirror." Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She so wrote she that. she sang the the reference track, and she was talking about how Michael Jackson set up a video recorder. A oh, so video he could imitate her. What she so was he doing. could imitate exactly what she was doing. But that's different. How? Because Michael Jackson is an artist in and of himself before he comes to a Saida Garrett song. If you take a new artist and you do that, that shapes who they are as an artist. And if they don't have anything beyond that, then they can't last because they're just imitating Prince. But Michael Jackson, okay, yeah, he can get up. Okay, for this one, I'm going to imitate the floatry people. I'm going to do it exactly. I'm going to imitate the, Mm -hmm. and it's Mike doing floatry. And it's Mike doing Saida Garrett. Mm-hmm. Mike is already established. All right, I'll go with you. But argument. like these, like Vanity Six and Maserati and all those people, they were just they couldn't do nothing without him because they were because he was very much a part of everything that they. He he was just he he was his own alter ego, and he just gener he created the bands from whom he was. This is what I want to do as Prince, right? But if I was the time, then this is what I would be doing. And, and the is time that what you're is saying? A, yeah, and the time is a great example because the only reason that the time went beyond Prince was because of flight time, because of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis were artists in their own right. So they could take it beyond trying to imitate Prince. They had their own thing that they were trying to do. I go with you. So that's that's why I mean I, that's why I've kind of like you, that album you, you have swayed my argument. So that that's why I just like I'm you know a, I'm I'm with you now. Okay, I won. All right, you, <laughs> you, you handled you handled that like so for for a cold hearted gangster. You handled that like a Republican. Oh, okay. I don't know if Appreciate I want that. that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, we got you know our little cousin. She's gonna hang out. She's hanging out with us today. 
because uh, she's a uh, yoga instructor. So she wants, she's going to talk to us about the pros and cons of music in yoga class. Yes. So does that make you a yogi? I am a yogi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Officially a yogi. So yeah. how does that how does that work? How do you become officially a yogi? Just become an instructor right. or do you have no, to? No, you don't have to be an instructor. Mm-hmm. If you're in a yoga class, you're a yogi. Work? Participant, you're a oh, yogi. Oh, well, hell, I'm a yogi. <laughs> you ever done yoga? Several times. I love it. Oh, well, then you're a yogi. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell right now because I'm like completely out of shape. You know, there's no body shape for yogi for yoga. Cool. Yeah, no, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'd be some skinny dudes up in there. I'm trying. Yeah. I, that's why I was trying to be. <laughs> I was trying to be high school skinny, and it just didn't work. It's okay to make goals, but yoga does not have a body shape mm-hmm. or color. Do you? So you don't you don't distinguish yourself as a black yogi? Sometimes I do, only because it helps um, draw certain demographics in mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. the black culture you think mm-hmm. um if you don't see anybody who looks like you you're more than likely not gonna do it so i do hashtag black yogi so that people can see that people of color do yoga mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yoga you you your whole demeanor is very very chill is that right. just naturally you or has yoga helped you with that it's naturally me <laughs> <laughs> but um, depending on what situation I'm in, yoga has helped me mm-hmm. to continue to be calm mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm not calm 24-7, but it does help me regulate myself and be aware of, hey, you might want to calm down. So you, um, you, you, you teach a lot of classes, and we were talking about how busy you are. Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. What's, the, uh, what's what? your yoga regimen for yourself? Like what, 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 what amount of yoga do you do for yourself mm-hmm. every day? Like do you... Do you like get up in the morning and say, this is my yoga that I'm doing for me. And then everything else is about teaching and learning or whatever. So you have to have the separation of your own practice Mm -hmm. and teaching. Okay. And mine is mostly mornings. I'll wake up and I'll do stretching. I have my moment of meditation and things like that. And then, um, but it's not every day. It's just how I'm feeling. Um, Mm -hmm. Dedicated on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I do my own practice. It's going to happen regardless of what's going on in life. I'm going to do it because I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I have my own practice and then I have my teaching practice. So how did you get started? I let's, started let's start at the root. in 2015. Um, I was extremely, extremely stressed out and I was trying to find an avenue to release. So I started running, but then I kind of got burned out on running. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, let me try some other stuff. I tried aerobics, tried dancing. My coordination is off. So I was like, <laughs> can't do that. And I found a yoga class and I appreciated the breathing. I appreciate the non-judgment in the classroom. And I just went from there. And I was like, this is this is my niche. I, mm-hmm. I like this. Is, I like the way I feel afterwards. So after that, I was just like, this is what I'm going to do. I stopped running. <laughs> but um, yoga has been continuous since 2015. And so did you take, so then from there you decided to start certifying as a, an instructor or how, did, how does that work? So I was um, taking the classes and then, you know, whenever you're clicking on things and you're looking through search engines, the little agent online finds out what you're, fig- <laughs> what you're looking up and then they'll just, pop up mm-hmm. different things that you're looking for so um yoga in the hood popped up on my facebook and um it was a black woman doing yoga and i started going to her classes 
And from there, I was like, you know what? This is something that I feel like I'm comfortable with and I'm comfortable enough to enlighten other people about it. Mm -hmm. So that's how I ended up um, becoming an instructor. Mm. Um, She needed help, so I inquired about it, and here I am now, teaching people, showing them how to to regulate themselves, wellness, how how mindfulness is important, all that good stuff. Cool. So... So um, we uh, Sheldon gave us some articles to read about yoga. I'm curious <laughs> as to what your thoughts are on the article. One, both of them that was surprising to me talked about um, music with yoga and mm-hmm. how words interfere with the practice. Like actual, like having somebody, mm-hmm. if you're listening to the music and you have an artist singing that that's distracting because you're focusing on the music and you're also focusing on your instructor. Do it, you agree or disagree? What are your thoughts on that? Depending on the setting, again, um, it can be distracting because when you're listening to music, it creates a mood, your emotions, trying to figure out what the music is telling mm-hmm. you and all that stuff. So if you're trying to become in tune with your body, you have this distraction outside, then it can mess up the whole um, the yoga flow. Mm-hmm. Um but say you're doing a theme yoga, if it's a certain music genre, like trap yoga, stuff like that, then the, mu- the music is okay because it's a fun recreational um, session. I can uh, attest kind of to that because um, I was uh, doing Bikram yoga for like is once it a week. Bikram or Bikram? Bikram. 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 Mm-hmm. Stand correct. <laughs> I was gonna let it go, but <laughs> this is the shade room, right? So. Right. We're not throwing shade, which is correct. <laughs> Take it in, you know, spiriting, which is we go hashtag shade room. Short, short eye, not long eye. Excuse me, short eye yoga. Mm. And I remember um, uh, the the class that I was taking. The lady played uh kind of this edm stuff which i am not a fan of Mm -hmm. and i can recall thinking several times in the middle of you know her speaking i don't remember lyrics so much but i can remember several times in the middle of her speaking that my mind would go somewhere like i wish she turned this song off Mm -hmm. i can't get as opposed to you know, getting into this pose or trying to, you know, okay, calm your breathing down, blah, blah, blah. And I'm well, thinking to myself, turn this shit off. Maybe I can breathe good. That's right. sort of my question about trap yoga. Mm-hmm. Because what in my mind is trap music sounds like it would be very distracting for during the yoga practice. But, right. So what are you, uh, well, who are you, like, who are the artists? What are you doing when you do trap yoga? It's trap music. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, but I feel like it's like a gateway into okay. into the traditional practice of yoga. So if you're if you're not comfortable with quieting down your mind, if you don't know those techniques, That's then you go to trap yoga. You see it's fun. You learn the poses, and maybe after that, then you'll be like, well, let me try some other let me things. Ease into something yeah. else. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, so I never heard it characterized that way. So like if you have somebody that's like, I don't want to be in a room where there's complete silence right. and meditation. and mm-hmm. Because that's, that makes sense that that would be a totally jarring experience for people who are not used exactly. to doing and, that. And that can be mm-hmm. distracting too because yeah. like, yeah. I, can't, I can't sit in silence yeah. and study. 
Yeah, you need something need, in the background. I need TV. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. not music. I can have the TV on. Some white Because I need something yeah. to, yeah, I need something to, uh, 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 to, to drown to, to drown out, out in order yeah. for me to, yeah. yeah. So that, that mm-hmm. kind of makes sense to me that, yeah. And I remember, you remember there used to be this, uh, it may not have been ESPN, but it used to come on at like five in the morning. Mm-hmm. You remember that? I do remember that. And they had the yoga class. That's when I really first got interested in that, yoga. Yeah. And um, I just remember that, that uh, I always thought it was weird because people were like bouncing and dancing around <laughs> in the poses. And it just mm-hmm. kind of, it was like, I was like, well, are you really getting the pose in if you're jumping around like that? And, you know, but they were feeling the music and it was like, yeah. 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 That's another thing. It feels like, so you're not, during trap yoga, you're not quite getting the benefits yet because, or or I'm asking the question. You're, because you're getting the benefits it's just a more modern way of okay. getting the benefits okay. because you're still doing the breathing. You're still doing okay. the movement. You're still being aware of your body, which is what yoga is. It's a mind, body and soul thing. Um, and we all, and either way, if it's trap yoga, we still end it with the meditation. Okay. And maybe the last song isn't with words, but it's just the music. So that's interesting because one of the articles said that even if you do play music with words, it's important that your meditation ends on something that's mm-hmm. not that's like not quiet and it's yeah. part of the meditation. Okay, mm-hmm. that 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 makes sense. Let me ask you about. Uh, first of all, have you heard the song by Janelle Monae called Yoga? I love that song. Okay, <laughs> so when I when I when that song first came out, I was like, that's jamming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like looking it up and like really like. Because Janelle, okay, she's like the artist right now. Right. But when I would uh, Google and see what people were talking about the song, there were a lot of, I guess I'll call them purists, mm-hmm. that were like having issues with the fact that maybe they thought she was sexualizing the song. What, what, what was your take on that song? It is sexual. It's a sexual song. And you got to be able to stretch just, good when you're doing sex just, and, and <laughs> yoga and all of that. So it's it just all a song. Goes, people yeah. take one song and make it to this and huge thing. It's you don't stretch before you have sex. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> so I mean, to me, that's like okay. It feels like a lot of these, uh, a lot of the yoga community is like the beehive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they have these things. Like yeah. you have to, you have to be this, you have to be that, and. If you step outside of the line on this, then you're not really a part of this. But see, the thing about yoga, you're supposed to, it's non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. They, people meet you where you are. So the people who are being purists are kind of, they're not living by their word. The original, okay, yeah. the intent. The intent of it yeah. is, it's, it's a togetherness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't down me, yeah. enlighten me. Like, yeah. if you feel that way, then just, instead of bashing me, try to correct me in a nice way Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. i don't think i mean the song is a sexual song and i like it but i don't i don't think it's like creating a a issue with yoga per Mm -hmm. se it's just Mm -hmm. a song so when i when i started doing uh meditation uh i got questions from a couple of people and i've heard similar questions being asked about yoga people want to say oh are you uh, like reconsidering your Christian faith or are you mm-hmm. like oh. taking a look at something? Di- are you, are you doing something different spiritually? Right. What do you, what is your take on that particular type of discussion? And you know, how do you, what are your thoughts on that? As far as spirituality or religion? Well, 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 let me, let me, 
I didn't ask it right. So is like if you take up yoga, do you have to does it have to be do you have to if you get into it deep enough, do you have to take on take it on like a religion? No. Okay. Because it's not a religion. Okay. (laughs) It's just the practice of of mindfulness. And Mm -hmm. mindfulness is we do that daily. Mm -hmm. It's not to say that it's a religion. Um if you get upset, how do I calm myself down? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. If I'm sad, how do I make myself happy? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's mm-hmm. not like you have to do this, this, and that, mm-hmm. or else you're going to go here. It's nothing like that. And um, I teach yoga in some churches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I mean, we have the question sometimes. Someone will come up to me and be like, um, is it okay if I do this? Um, is this going against my religion? And I'm like, no. I mean, if you're a Christian, Jesus <laughs> walked around and taught everybody mindfulness and, right. so. and, and you know he, he, and, and in Gethsemane he was by himself praying eh? he meditated but I'm glad to hear that you got that question because yeah. I think that I, that I was wondering if that was a real thing that people actually considered that and yeah. I think that that might be like a barrier for some black folks it can be a barrier but the way I the way I handle that is I just I go, I tell them the movement, the breaths and things like that. And sometimes I don't use like traditional words Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, in yoga mm -hmm. because that can deter them from doing it. Because they're like, what are you saying? That don't sound like, uh, you know. You teach teach me to talk like the devil. Yeah. You you speaking in tongues. Right. Ain't nobody here to tell me what that means. All the above. Right. So I try to use as much English (laughs) as I can. To make them feel comfortable because at the end of the day i want them to receive positive right. energy from my practice right 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 so we're going to keep it at that and then if you have questions afterwards then i don't have any problem telling you the, um the history of yoga and things like that but i try to keep it copacetic i guess in a sense you seem like you have it like down to a science now how you react to those things yes it, was it jarring in the beginning like were you like surprised at some of the things that people would come to you with or did, did you have to get used to that kind of yeah i mean i just think about how before i was introduced to yoga how i thought about yeah, it and yeah. you know you think of someone just sitting indian style and just um you know mm-hmm, chanting mm-hmm, and things mm-hmm. like that <laughs> And so that's where I go with it from. I'm like, people aren't, they're not. <laughs> right. No, that's right. If you don't know, then right. you just then don't you know. Different ideas yeah, about then stuff. Yeah, you just don't know. So I don't have a, I'm not surprised. I'm just, I'm here to help, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. And any way I can do that, I do it. That's interesting because I always thought that, I, I always thought that yoga in a uh, church or in, in, in a Christian setting would be, um, uh, beneficial. It makes perfect sense mm-hmm. to me. It does. I mean, it's I mean, like, it just seems like it seems like that's something like every church would have. <laughs> you would you would think that yeah. you know the whole thought process about uh, developing a relationship mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with your creator is a, is a singular thing, and so yoga is like you know you do it in groups or whatever, but it's still kind of you mind body perfect soul tool to get to where you kinda, need to be yeah, yeah it's like a it's like a perfect centering kind of thing that it makes is a much yeah it, it makes much more sense and i always thought that it probably i i'm glad to hear you say that you do that at churches because i always thought that that would be like mm-hmm. 
you know the the one of the more perfect formats for it would uh, seem like that would keep for, you busy twenty four seven just yeah. that in and of itself if people really understood what it was about if they understood and the thing again like if you don't see someone who looks like you doing it yeah then mm-hmm. they automatically think hey this is another religion because mm-hmm. you know it's traditionally it's Hinduism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they off top think oh well that's not Christianity so right. it gotta be something going on <laughs> but you know even in the church I found just the word yoga mm-hmm. deters some churches and they want to do it but then they call it something else mm-hmm. like I've gone places and they're like well can we just call it like rest and relaxation <laughs> Or can we call that it? That is so interesting. That's, <laughs> uh, that's, if you're going to do it, just call it what it is. Yeah. yeah that's well, so. As long as my check says Keisha, yeah. you call it what you want to. Call it what you want to. But <laughs> that's, yeah. And they just, I mean, even like I close with namaste. Namaste is just. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just namaste is me recognizing the divine in me is recognizing the divine in you, mm-hmm. which is completely fine that's mm-hmm, not saying mm-hmm. that i'm a god or whatever you think is going on but i guess just because they don't understand the word they feel like who what why, why am i praying <laughs> right, who, I, who right. is namaste all right so right. Don't get on my soapbox but most christians don't understand most of the words that they yeah. say so we're gonna, we're gonna turn it <laughs> yeah. to another podcast here. yeah don't get me stuck <laughs> mike touched on something that i want to ask you keisha yeah. about um um Sex Alone. and yoga? No, no, no. You, you can handle that one on your own. Okay. Uh, the uh, practicing alone versus groups. Mm-hmm. Because I was telling you earlier that, okay, where I live, there's a price attached to a group practice. Right. And there's not a lot of community stuff where you could just go and, and, do, and access something without a cost to it. Mm-hmm. Is it, if you take it to where you're supposed to take it, is, is the natural progression of it to be in a group or can you be successful and do it well exclusively practicing alone um it just well yeah you can do either or so some people prefer to be in a group setting some people just prefer to be alone with the one-on-one that one-on-one instructor Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um some people like to start out one-on-one because sometimes you go into a group setting and you feel insecure because maybe it's a seasoned class and everyone is able to do all these different poses and you're over here in the background like hey can somebody show me a modification or something right so (laughs) the one-on-ones will help you um get your foundation um understand techniques and all that so where you're comfortable enough and confident enough to go into a group setting or if you just want to do the one-on-ones um maybe you don't have time to go and do the group settings and you just want someone to come to your home and you go to wherever and do it that way so mm-hmm. it's just whatever um is helpful for your lifestyle mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. think the uh you know the first time i i felt comfortable enough to try yoga in a group setting was uh you remember you gave me that book real men, real men do, do yoga, yoga. Mm-hmm. and i remember um going through the process of reading that book and trying poses and then realizing uh that the poses were like extremely difficult like if you just really looking at you know and i was watching and then i was watching this show i'm I'm saying it was on espn i don't remember but it used to come on real early in the morning like 5 30 in the morning 
And I just remember going through and trying those poses and going, you know, this is not easy. This is mm-hmm. like this is like real athlete, mm-hmm. and, and you have to be a, you have to be relatively athletic to do these poses. And then I remember um, my most recent classes. There were um, the gamut. There was, you know, me kind of in the middle. Then there were people who just started. And then I wouldn't even call myself in the middle. I'm probably the just started fourth. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm probably a little better than the people mm-hmm. who probably did it the first time to people who were like, you know, doing poses that I'd only seen on television, right. like, you know, in books. Extremely I'm like, advanced. how in the world did you, mm-hmm. you know? And then when you realize the amount of strength, strength that it takes to get into those poses, then, you know. You know, you just it it can be intimidating, Mm -hmm. you know, but I was glad that I was in a class that, you know, didn't say, well, this is the expert class. And, you know, there were a group of people who enjoyed doing the whole thing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you could be a part of that whole thing. And I think that's to me, the communal aspect of yoga is the thing that really makes a lot of sense to me or or makes me enjoy it i've never i've never gone yeah i've Mm -hmm. never gone to a yoga class where i felt like um i didn't belong in the class Mm -hmm. does that make sense i have to say i have to agree with that even when i went uh and there were no people of color and none they it's a it's an accepting community yeah the Mm -hmm. yoga the yoga community in general is very accepting and very non-judgmental altogether so yeah the uh, the uh, conversation or the comment that you made about trap music just gave me a revelation about it being a gateway into uh, to uh, the whole practice of yoga. Uh, are there artists like can uh, are there artists that you that you would say lend themselves to the practice of yoga? And and by that I mean like to me in my mind like I can put on a Sade album and kind of get into mm. that where I'm like. Now I'm going to start stretching and moving in different ways, and it's going to be helpful. Uh, is that a thing? Are there artists out there? Do you have any that you listen to when you do your your personal practice of yoga? Um, I really enjoy Miguel. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, he's. But I mean, I guess because I'm a fan of his, and I, I kind of follow him, so mm-hmm. I know he's into things like that. Mm-hmm. And he has some inspirational songs, so mm-hmm. I'll use mm-hmm. him. Um, I really like Indiari. Okay, um, that makes her. sense. Um, who else do I use for my yoga sessions? Mm, the weekend. Okay, I use him. It's, okay, it's that kind of sound. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I keep a folder on iTunes that I call Ambient Soul, mm-hmm. and it's kind of that, you know. Uh, uh, Don Rashad and some Maxwell and, mm-hmm. and so you know it's just kind of that mm-hmm. that that vibe yeah that you know it's kind of uh, I find the instrumentals <laughs> to be you know it's kind of like you really don't want to hear words right. you just right, kind of right, want right. to hear instrumentals mm-hmm. and the Sade's and uh, mm-hmm. those kinds of things it's just kind of uh, lend themselves to uh, that kind of whole vibe mm-hmm. talk about the uh, the benefits so like um uh for me personally the whole like flex flexibility thing is like okay 
if you want to be able to walk into your 70s and 80s, yoga is a good way to do it. It you really will, is. You will, you will remain flexible. Uh, what a, talk about all of the benefits that uh, uh, you think there are to, to yoga, health-wise so or whatever. So you have the flexibility and mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, yoga also helps with the respiratory system, digestive system, different poses um, help with that. Um, your overall, just overall wellness, your full body workout um, helps you relieve tension. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it helps with, um, once you do it, you end up eating better <laughs> because you're going to, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It helps with um, what you're eating. It helps with um, the circulatory system, just the overall mind-body inclusion mm-hmm, it helps mm-hmm. with all of that if if you have like a certain ailment i know a lot of people have issues with their sciatic nerves yep um there's poses for that mm-hmm. that could help mm-hmm, relieve tension mm-hmm. in that area shoulder pain um it helps you recover from injuries it help you prevent injuries um i have athletes who do yoga mm-hmm. because it helps them with um just being on the on the field whatever they're doing um being aware of their body and mm-hmm. how to control their body so that they don't get injured um but yeah andrew iguodawa who is a 30 something year old basketball player for golden state warriors mm-hmm. he uh swears by it mm-hmm. yeah he absolutely swears by it because and it's and he says it's what's kept him and when I say 30 something, he's like 36 or something like that. And it, he's, yeah, yeah and he's old. saying that, uh, he says that, you know, if it wasn't for his yoga and yoga instructor, mm-hmm. he would never, he, he could never stay on the field as long as he has. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, other question I wanted to ask you, uh, with regard to the science of yoga, how do you feel about? Uh, or have you have you had, or do you have any experience with uh, 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 chiropractic? As far as as you know, which one is uh, which one is junk science? <laughs> no, chiropractic? No, 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 not necessarily because I I, I think I I I, I believe in uh, I believe in the science. I think yeah. it, I think you know your spine is like you know mm-hmm. that's your central nervous system. So. I mm-hmm. believe that you can adjust it, and I think that you know yoga is part of that, and having to deal with chiropractic is part of it as well. Have you seen any, or have you? And I guess my my question is is that have you seen any benefits to working with both, to of, both those. of those sciences working yeah, together? Working together, they can be beneficial. I prefer yoga over. A chiropractor just because if you're doing certain poses and you're being aware of your body and how certain things like if you do a twist and it makes your body feel better I just feel like we can heal our own bodies mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if you're doing this twist and, you, and you're like oh this feels better I like this versus someone just coming in and just like adjusting you. yeah adjusting mm-hmm. it for mm-hmm. you and then normally when you go to a chiropractor you have to go back again 
and again that's the way it's designed yeah right. and again yeah. yeah to get adjustments on a regular basis and you're paying them versus yeah. someone giving you tools on how if you feel this way you can do this and you can do this on your own yeah. you don't have to pay me every time you want to feel mm-hmm. better you can do that in your own home yeah so i mean there's doctors for a reason and they are beneficial but i also feel like you can you can help heal yourself so yeah what do you what do you think uh I don't, I don't, I don't know if you've even thought about this at all. Uh, what do you think about how would you get uh, men, black men over forty, over fifty, to take on yoga outside of being athletes, like just regular dudes like us, like, like, like people say they go to the gym. Uh-huh. How do you get? How do you change that? How do, how would you pull them in to say, oh, okay, let me go and check out yoga? Is there something? So that's where the themes come in, like the trap yoga. Okay. We have the bro yoga, okay, um, things like that to to bring them in. We have couples yoga. Okay, that's good. So that's good. sisters in yoga pants. Okay, <laughs> but that's 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 not going to be beneficial <laughs> to <laughs> the sisters. But then the sisters might. Right, leave. but I appreciate that. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, but yeah, there's there's different techniques to get guys to come in, and the thing about it. They have the stigma the guys don't do yoga and and, and they don't want to do it because they think it's feminine and things mm-hmm. like that when the tradition of yoga is men it was men and yeah. women weren't allowed yeah. to do yoga yeah. at yeah. all so it flip-flop and, and now they think and it's you yeah. give them 10 minutes in a real yoga class where you, you know some of those poses i remember uh thinking i watching that watching that show on tv that just the warrior pose Mm -hmm. and i remember thinking like how is that gonna help anybody until i actually got into a warrior Mm -hmm. pose and just and did it like for the time period that they asked me to do it (laughs) i was like yo i'm tired this is like work and then Mm -hmm. you're doing it 110 degrees or whatever it was short eye yoga I'm saying short eye because I don't want to say it wrong anymore. You can just say hot yoga. Hot yoga. (laughs) Short eye. But anyway, I would, and you know, you're standing in there and it's like sweat is pouring off of you. And it's not just the sweat. It's just that like, like your body is tingling and like you have like all of your muscles stretched into a position that you think you're so strong. That you know you 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 about you about to you about to cry at some point. Yeah, I got it to shake. Rough. It. Yeah. That's yeah. what men <laughs> think. It's just oh, I, I can go in there. I can stretch. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a totally different. Totally different thing. I've seen some ladies getting poses that I would even try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's nice. Looks good. <laughs> One of the benefits that you didn't talk about, or uh, I didn't, I didn't hear you talk about that for me has been extremely helpful is doing it at night before you go to bed mm-hmm. if i do it at night before i go to bed um uh particularly like those poses that help with the sciatica and help you stretch your back out right and then something that helps you with your arms and across your shoulders or whatever then you can i sleep the whole night through without ever like you don't have a restless night so to me it's like the the ultimate yoga class for me would be something that happened at like nine thirty. <laughs> at PM, <laughs> and then I could just go home, take a shower, and down. then lay it down. I would be yes. like, okay, that would be, that would be the whole. And I find that in the morning, my mind is trying to get to somewhere, mm-hmm. and I can't 
really get to where I can slow down enough to really enjoy the benefit. But at night, I can like like get into it. I mean, but that's a part of yoga. It's supposed to teach you, hey, uh, yeah, you're right. Stop, you're right. Life and know how to deal with life. Mm-hmm. Don't let, don't rush yourself. Give slow yourself, yourself down. Give yourself yeah. that moment for self care. Yeah. yeah. Versus, let me take care of the world. Yeah. Take care. You you gotta take care of yourself first. You're right about that. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Very informative, Keisha. I'm wow. glad you came out here. This is very good. Yeah, because I took yoga with Nicole, and it was that one time I went. And I <laughs> that like, one time. That one time I went. It was just recently, probably about a couple of months ago. And if I tell you I got in that class, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. You know, because I'm shaking and <laughs> I'm sweating. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm like, man, this is intense. It is. Uh, and it she really started is. me out in the in the, not the beginner's class, in the uh, middle <laughs> class. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I need to go to this, you know, the beginner's yeah, class first. Foundations She's like, no, 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 you can you can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, I, mean, I don't I mean, know about this. You can this. challenge yourself, but yeah, I just remember uh, just just like you, I'd be in a pose and then she'd go, okay, here's the variation to the pose and it'd be an expert pose right? and I'd be sitting next to this like 5 210 pound lady getting into this pose that takes like her whole body weight and put it on two hands and I'm like whoa mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of like, that's that's like intense for real and I'm like, I can't do that I think, that's a, I think that's been more of a I barrier. Say I can't do that yet. That's what yeah, yeah. you can. I, I think that's been more of a barrier than a lot of things for a lot of people with yoga is the whole uh, image of this 5'2", 110 mm-hmm. pound. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what I'm seeing on Instagram now is there's nobody shaming at all. And you see these people that are like, uh, you know, they are not the what the stereotypical right. whatever you think of of an athlete. Uh, to me, I think that is more ben- the most beneficial part of yoga than anything else. Is like you can be active in whatever, whatever stage you are, whatever you whatever you do. Do you have a lot of um, of? Um, I'm assuming that the majority of of your people that come are ladies. Yes. Do Do the majority of them come with the uh, idea of I'm going to slim down, or do they come with I just want to get better in the skin that I'm in or what, what, what are the, what's the thought process? It's mostly, I want to feel better in the skin that I'm mm-hmm. in because they see me. I'm not five to 110 pounds. I'm a curvy woman. Mm-hmm. So that automatically draws them in. Like how is she able to do this, all these different poses and you know, and she's this size. So yeah, for me, it's like, that's what they want. That's what they're coming in mm-hmm. for. It's not, mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that there's like a diversity that's coming into yoga now. There's not this face that you look like this mm-hmm. woman that's perfect. Yoga is not perfection. Yoga is finding yourself, going in within, and being okay with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, you know, uh, well, uh, go ahead and share our listeners about the uh, yoga in the hood, how they can get involved in it, go take the classes and reach out to you for some private classes and how to catch up with you on social media because you know you have so much going on so yoga in the hood is a non-profit organization that provides wellness and mindfulness for free in the dallas area for undeserved areas who don't normally have access to yoga or the financial means for yoga so we provide that access we do free mats so just bring yourself um, if you want to look at that up, it's um, at yoga 
the letter N, B-A Hood. It's on all social media outlets. Um, if you'd like to do one-on-one -on -one sessions, you can follow me um, at Yogi Mates. That's at Y-O-G-I-M-A-T-E-S. I also have a web website, www.yogimates.org. And I can, you can hit me up on there, leave me a message. It has all the info on there on what, whether you want to do one-on-ones or group sessions. See, there you have it, man. Keisha, you just have so much going on. <laughs> but we want to thank you for just hanging out with Absolutely. us. And, thank you. Know, you. And this thank was you uh, our health and wellness show. <laughs> that incorporate a little music in there you know so <laughs> music is important there you go but as always we want to thank you all for listening to psycho music lyricology be sure to subscribe rate review and listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts, soundcloud google play music or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast like us on facebook at psycho music lyricology follow us on instagram and twitter at psycho fellas we can be contacted at psychomusiclyricology at gmail.com or hit us up at 469-606-9534. Until the next time, peace. 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 peace.